You're listening to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast, episode 21, 10 ingredients you need for a natural home. In this episode, I'm going to be talking all about the easy, simple ingredients you need to start making your own cleaners and your own personal products. I haven't bought a cleaner from the store in a very long time, and that's because I am able to make my own cleaners uh, and a majority of our personal products using super simple, non-toxic ingredients. And I'm going to be telling you all about them in this episode. So let's get started. You're listening to the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. My name is Stephanie and I'm a wife, mother of three, and the creator of the blog Winging It on the Homestead, where I help modern mothers incorporate simple living and self-sufficiency skills and knowledge into their busy lives. My goal is to help you refocus your life towards what really matters, your family, as well as boost your confidence so you can start being more self-reliant and decrease your dependence on stores and commercial products. Join me as I share with you my appreciation for creating a homemade and homegrown life through gardening, food preservation, cooking from scratch, making your own products, all while keeping it all practical, intentional, and realistic. Hello. This episode, I'm going to be talking all about the ingredients that you guys need to have on hand when you're making your own cleaners. There are, I'm going to be talking about 10 of them today. And they are super simple, versatile ingredients that if you have on hand in your kitchen or in your pantry, um, you'll be able to not only cook with a lot of them, but make a lot of your own cleaners and your own personal products. So uh, this really helps because um, I'll be talking a little bit about why in the world you would want to make your own stuff, especially when you can easily buy it at the store. But I like to be able to find alternatives for store brand and commercial products so that I can really boost our own self-sufficiency and decrease our reliance on those kinds of products. Right now, when I'm recording this, it's September. And September is kind of a transition month in our house. We, this is when we kind of move our focus away from the garden and from our food preservation to more inside the house and projects and and, um, activities that we do inside. This transition kind of occurs really right now, September through October, and then that's really when we focus on handling more of the inside home aspects. And this is kind of how seasonal living works for our family. Um, You know, through the spring into the summer, it's heavily, heavily outside projects, gardening, those kinds of things. And then August is heavily food preservation into September, September, October, we start to kind of focus more, transition more into inside stuff. So one of the important aspects of Simple Living for us was eliminating the need to purchase chemical cleaners from the store. I have not bought a commercial all-purpose spray um, in several years because now I only make my own. Um, It's effective. You know, a lot of people ask, like, well, is it strong enough? You know, like the store brands. And it is, it's effective and you're not having those toxic ingredients. I also make like my own window cleaners, hand soaps, lotions, toilet and shower cleaners, um, among many other things. So today I'm going to be discussing the 10 ingredients that you need to have on hand to start making your own cleaners and personal products. So why would you even want to do this, right? You can easily go to the store and pick up a cleaner off the shelf and just purchase it, not have to worry about the ingredients, not have to worry about 
making it, the time it takes to make it, and all those things. So why would you even want to? So for one, it's cheap. It's like pennies on the dollar to buy these ingredients that are versatile. So you may buy them in bulk. So when you like purchase them, they may be a little bit more expensive, but they last a long time. They make a lot of cleaners or a lot of products. Um, so they go a long way. Um, and once you break down that expense, it really is very cheap. Um, and one thing that I really like is that it eliminates toxic chemicals. So you know exactly what's in your cleaner. So for example, the all-purpose spray cleaner that I use um, has three ingredients. That's it. It doesn't have a bunch of harsh chemicals or things that I don't know what they are. Um, I'm not cleaning my tub and then feeling like I need to clean it again before I put my kids in it. I'm all, I can also hand them a bottle of all-purpose spray and let them go crazy with it, you know, on the, the tables and the countertops and not worry about them ingesting or inhaling uh, toxic chemicals. It also involves versatile ingredients. So a lot of these ingredients that you're going to be using are, um, they have a lot of different uses. I can use a lot of them in many different uh, cleaners or I can use some of them in cooking. So they're just versatile. So you're not just purchasing them for a single use and um, that also contributes to their inexpensive, how inexpensive they are. They're also really easy and quick to me. So we're talking about cleaners or even toilet bowl cleaners or shower cleaners. They just take minutes to make. Um, and especially when you make large batches of it or make several different bottles of it to have, because I have a couple different bottles of like all-purpose spray, for example. I have one in each bathroom. I have one in the kitchen. So I make a couple different batches and it really just takes a couple minutes. Now there are a couple things that I do make that might take longer. Um, those would be your more in-depth personal products like your lotions or your salves where you might have to melt some things together and cook some things. But um, overall, like I said, you can make a large batch of it and it lasts a long time. The 10 ingredients that, um, that you need to have for a natural home. One, baking soda. Two, vinegar. Three, Castile soap. Four, hydrogen peroxide. Five, essential oils. Six, coconut oil. Seven, beeswax. Eight, glycerin. Nine, cocoa butter. And ten, light oil, such as olive oil, grapeseed, or jojoba oil. So those are the ten ingredients that I think you should definitely have on hand um, if you want to start making your own natural products. Now, these things I found you can find in your grocery store or your drugstore uh, really easily, typically. Some of the things like the beeswax or maybe your essential oils, you have to find a place that you um, like to purchase from. Essential oil program. Um, the one I specifically like is called Jubilee of Wellness. I'll talk about that when I get to the essential oils part. But um, beeswax, you can also find a good supplier for that. Um, online. So some of those things you might have to do a little bit more searching for, but overall, majority of them you can find right in the grocery store or the, your drugstore. Okay, so for the first one, baking soda, I mean, baking soda is probably the most versatile thing that I'll be talking about. I use it from anything from cleaning the toilet to deodorizing mattresses, you know, when your kids are up the bed. Um, that's one thing that I use it for is I'll just sprinkle it all over the bed, let it sit, like I'll strip the bed, let it sit on the mattress. Uh, once I kind of sop up whatever needs to be cleaned up and then I'll just sprinkle that over the area 
let's sit for a couple hours, vacuum it up, and you are not having any stinky mattresses. You can also use it on rugs, use it as oven cleaner and sink scrub. It is a must-have, and it's cheap. You can get boxes of it at the grocery store or whatever for like 50 cents, you know. So definitely stock up on that because you use it in baking, obviously, and you use it in cleaning. Um, so many, many options and ways you can use it. The second one is white vinegar. Now, white vinegar is another very versatile ingredient. So you can make an all-purpose spray with white vinegar. You have to be careful with vinegar, though, because that can um, damage or cause some issues with natural surfaces. So you don't want to use vinegar on wood. You don't want to use it on granite or marble. Um, so that's why I don't use, I don't use vinegar for spraying, but um, you can do that as well. Uh, what else? You, I use vinegar and baking soda together to clean the toilet, to clean my oven. Um, no, you know how harsh oven cleaner is? I cleaned a, <laughs> I cleaned a oven, which had not been cleaned for embarrassingly too long years um and i cleaned it with just baking soda and vinegar and it was like brand new um you know lots of elbow grease too but that's to be expected because this was this was bad um so it definitely has the cleaning power um as a commercial cleaner and you it's so much less toxic all right castile soap it is a like a vegetable based soap it's um, really simple, simple, simple soap. And you can purchase that in your grocery store aisle. You can either get it in with the soaps or you might get it in over with the cleaners. You can get them with or without scents. Um, I like to have a variety. I like to have a non-scented version and I like to have, um, I do like some with, with some essential oils in it so that I'm not adding essential oils. I got a couple of those on sale, but Mostly, I, ju I just like to buy a unscented version and use my own essential oils. But that's what I use for a all-purpose spray. I use Castel soap, water, and essential oils. And it works just as good as any kind of um, commercial cleaner that I've used. And like I said, I can just hand it over to the kids. They can spray spray as much as they want, clean my um, you know, my tablecloths off. And it, it's, it's a really easy way uh, to clean. And I'll never buy an all-purpose cleaner again. <laughs> all right, hydrogen peroxide is also another great option. It's good for your toilets, um, but hydrogen peroxide is also a lot has a lot of options. Uh, essential oils is also really great. Now, if you haven't gotten into essential oils, I definitely recommend you do that. Um, you look into it because there are so many benefits to uh, the power of, of essential oils. And you can use them. It's not just for scents. They really do offer cleaning powers, antibacterial properties, tons of benefits. Uh, so really, I would recommend looking into it. Typically, I use um, Jubilee of Wellness oils. And that's with my friend Michelle. I had her on a couple episodes back. And she is really great. Now, she does a program. Uh, I'm going to plug her program here because I think it's really amazing. But... It's a membership where you get a certain oil every month. You pay a membership fee, monthly fee, and you get an oil every month. Plus, you get training um, and information on how to use that. And you have to get support from her, question and answers. 
Um, it's a, just a really great option for those people that are like, I have no idea what I'm getting into. Um, you can really understand and learn how these essential oils work. So that's uh, something I really recommend. Um, all right, the next one is coconut oil. Uh, you can use coconut oil in cooking. It's a really great alternative to Crisco or to vegetable oil. Um, coconut oil I use a lot with making lotions. Anything that's moisturizing, I use coconut oil. Now, coconut oil can be pretty oily, pretty greasy. So you can cut it down um, with a light oil or something. One of the things that I really love making is this lotion. And it's super moisturizing. But it's just coconut oil, essential oils, and aloe vera. And you whip it up. And it makes a really nice lotion, like whipped lotion. And it's thick. And it's really great for moisture, for like deep moisturizing your skin. Uh, what else? So beeswax. Beeswax is really great. And it's what you're going to need to use if you're making any salves. So I've made dandelion salves. It's one of my favorite salves to make. And that's basically where you're making an infused oil. So you're infusing your flowers or your herbs or whatever it is into a oil. So you're, you're um, taking your flowers, herbs, whatever it is, and letting it sit in the oil for a while and then you're going to strain it out and then you use that oil that's now infused with all the good properties and all the good benefits of whatever plant you used you infuse that now you're going to use that infused oil with some other oils um coconut oil and uh cocoa butter and beeswax and that those combinations make a salve all right so a glycerin glycerin is something that you also need especially when you want to thicken um, like a soap. So I use it for I'm making hand soaps and I make hand soap out of water and castile soap and essential oils. And I also add glycerin because that will thicken it up a bit, give it that soap feeling that you know you need that you're used to from a store brand um, soap. And so it's not so thin and watery. So definitely get glycerin. You can find that in the stores as well. Um, something that's just really great to have on hand because I think I use it in my window cleaners, uh, but it's also really great just for a disinfectant um, or for sanitizing things. So like if you really need to disinfect your area, instead of using something a lot harsher like bleach or something, I'll use isopropyl alcohol. Um, other than that, it's just, it doesn't really go bad. So it's a good thing to have on hand. All right. Number nine, cocoa butter. Um, cocoa butter is really great for using for moisturizing lotions. You're going to mix it with coconut oil and that's where you're going to get your, your um, real thick whipped butters, you know, for your skin, all that pampering stuff that you're doing and you're making it and you're infusing it with lavender or rose or orange oil, all that kind of stuff. You're really luxurious. You want to use cocoa butter You find cocoa butter in the stores. Usually you can buy them in like wafer form or you can buy them in a big chunk. The wafer form is really nice because they easily melt. And that's, yeah, that's a really great, easy option. And then you want a light oil. Now, light oil would be something that's not as thick as coconut oil, obviously. would be light. So olive oil, grapeseed oil, jojoba oil are examples of light oils. And those really help add another layer of moisturizing to your lotions and things like that. If you want to know more about how to make your own cleaners, your own personal products, go to www.simpleLivingDIY.com 
and get my free ebook that has over 10 non-toxic recipes. You're going to get quick and easy alternatives to those toxic chemicals you're currently using, um, effective recipes using these ingredients that we talked about today, and some solutions to finally creating the natural homemade household you've been dreaming of. You can get that completely free at www.simpleLivingDIY.com. So I hope that was helpful, guys, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Simple Living Made Simple podcast. I have a brand new guide out that is just perfect for this time of year. The Ultimate Fruit and Vegetable Seasonal Guide is now available, and you can grab it for free at www.SaveMyVeggies.com. If you are like me, you have thrown away produce that you just never got a chance to use. I used to do this all the time. Especially this time of year, as my harvest starts coming in, it can be difficult to properly store everything and make sure I either preserve it in time or use it up. That's why I created this guide. This guide has everything you need to stop wasting fruits and vegetables that you either grow yourself or purchase at the store. Learn how to properly store 25 plus fruits and vegetables to help them stay fresher longer. This guide also includes a month-by-month seasonal timeline so you know when to stock up on inexpensive and high-quality fruits and vegetables to save you time and money. Again, you can grab that free guide at www.savemyveggies.com. As always, if you have any questions, want gardening advice, or have a topic suggestion for the podcast, please email me at info at